Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Tom Bernard Show with... Doug Sprinthal. Jacob Merman. Well, Andy, do can we do that one more time? Well, I'll just start. Take two. Take two. Here we go. Tom Bernard show with Doug Sprinthal. Jacob Merman. Andy Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. I get eight. Well, the station gets them. I don't even get them. Oh, help, Tom. He's in such a good mood. Now I need them. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. Talk to Dr. Jacob Merman about that very thing right after this, Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Let's talk about everybody's favorite subject, taxes. <laughs> Gee, thank you. Yeah, great. That's Coming wonderful. around the bend. No, we've been talking about this on the morning show. It happens every year, and it's usually business owners. And their accountants have told them to do this starting in June or July, but they usually wait till the last week of the year. If you own a business and you use your vehicle uh, predominantly for your business, look up section uh, of the tax code 179. If you buy a vehicle that's over 6,000 pound gross vehicle weight rating, you could get a huge, huge tax break. I'm a car salesman. I'm not a tax attorney. Talk to your tax accountants. But if you've heard of this before, you should really look into it because you have until the end of the year to take advantage of it. If you have any questions, you can always email me at Doug at Walzer.com, and I will point you in the right direction. Because you're a cool breeze. Is I that am. Why? That's right. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Oh, you got a little waltz going here for us. This is the spirit of Christmas. Oh. You like this song, I believe. I do. It, yeah. This isn't a waltz. This is depressing. No, it's it's a good Christmas song. Are you going to play? There's got to be a morning yet. <laughs> That's what, <laughs> That's what it, it sounds, sounds like. like. Andy Oki. Andy Oki. Um, Wait, is that what this is? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it sounds just like it. I'll the guy's play mumbling. that one for you if you want. Are you going to play my favorite Christmas song of all time? Which one is that again? I know you've liked this one. There this was... Time of Year by Brooke Benton. Yes, this time of oh, Year. I would have guessed, Daddy, God. please don't get drunk at Christmas. Well, that's my second favorite. <laughs> was that a song? That's... Yes. Well, I should it have been surprised. It's John song. Denver, isn't it? I don't think so. Well, well, I think it is John Denver. Google. I'm almost certain. Daddy, please don't drink. Daddy, come please don't drink this Christmas by John Denver. Wow. Ah. win. Yeah, well, when the old man it's was... identified as John Denver on YouTube. That doesn't make it true, though. Dr. Merman, how are you? <laughs> Wonderful. How are you? <laughs> Hello. It's nice great. Everything is magnificent. Um, could you just lighten your accent a bit? Because I don't want to get, uh, you know, investigated like Trump. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the Russian accent. That's what it is. Now, every, I, I cannot tell you, Dr. Merman, how many people reach out to KQRS every day saying, please, please, please tell me uh what Tom did to get going. I, my sister, my mother, my father, somebody is, is cannot sleep ever. Because I do talk on the air quite a bit about the fact that, well, last night, we were, we were at a friend's house and I said, you know, we got there late. I cannot eat after 6.30 because if I eat after 6.30, I can't sleep. Because I used to go to bed at 8 or 8.30. So I said, well, I can't eat dinner with you guys tonight. I'm just going to head home. And I literally drove home, got into bed, and slept for nine straight hours. I have not done that since I was 19 years old, except for about four or five times now in the last couple of weeks. I never slept like that after 19 years old. So people hear me talking about that. They can tell on the air I'm in a much better mood than I have been in years. And now you're finding out things behind the scenes why I'm always in such a good mood. <laughs> but it is an interesting thing. Look, uh, to be a public figure is not... Uh, not an easy road to hoe in a lot of ways. A lot of ways it's great, in other ways it's not so great. But I think that's what the deal is. It's just all these things keep popping up, whether it's this, that, or the other, whatever it is. And it used to, I used to get all, I don't even know what you call it, kind of obsessed. Bent I guess, out of about, shape. Bent out of shape. Get all obsessed about it. And I, um, you know, like a situation, a thing happened, and I, I can't talk about it or whatever, but if that had happened if I before I came to see you, I would be so wound up right now and angry and all the rest of it, but I'm not. I can handle things much better. And people hear me say that. They, I, I mean, this is not for everybody. I, PTSD, right? Medical cannabis is not for everybody, is it? I, I, in other words, you have to have some kind of, situation a malady whatever you want to call it to be treated correct you can't just get on medical marijuana or medical cannabis excuse me well absolutely uh it helps certain symptoms uh <laughs> and uh, the state in minnesota it defines certain qualifying conditions that uh, we're allowed to certify people for and then uh, they can get cannabis for those conditions um, but w what cannabis does really is uh I mean, it does a lot of things in the body, and it treats all sorts of uh, 
symptoms. Uh, like, for example, uh, intractable pain is one of the qualifying conditions. So a patient comes to me with pain, if they qualify for cannabis, then when I see them in follow-up, then they say, okay, their pain is better, but they're also sleeping better, their anxiety is way down, and they were anxious because they had pain or whatever it is, and, uh, you know, and a whole bunch of other symptoms might improve. So I have really never seen any single drug that does that much good with uh, so few side effects and no, uh, really no risk of overdose, uh, which really makes it so good. But I always say this should not be the last treatment. I mean, there's always... Almost always right. there's something, right. you know, you can't just palliate or make symptoms go away. You really have to treat the underlying conditions the right way, and there's many ways of doing it. Did I hear that the state's going to certify it for use with people with Alzheimer's next year? Uh, right. So for, for Alzheimer's, uh, I mean, obviously it's not going to cure Alzheimer's, no. but it, a lot of Alzheimer's patients get agitated, anxious, whatever, when they realize that they can't remember or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever's happening. And cannabis will help them relax and sleep better and uh, not be so anxious. Uh, it just it, This happens with uh, every condition. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's... It's a little odd that... Uh Cannabis is being used for a disease where your memory gets bad, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, but hey. Well, on the other hand, I've never seen really, well, I, once in a while, rarely, you see some side effects. Like people get uh, tired, depressed, uh, uh, kind of uh, their, their uh, ambition goes away. But this is very rare, and uh, it, it can usually be controlled with uh, mm. changes of preparation. And I've only seen this happening in uh, older people, like over 80. Okay, the, mm. the younger people, I've never seen any bad side effects, really. Is CBD, I mean, obviously what I, what, what, what uh, was prescribed for me was CBD in the morning when I get up. It's on, it's, there's no TC, THC in it at all. Mm -hmm. And then midday, I have, uh, I think it's a four to four, something like that. It's one for one, basically. Uh, CBD and cannabis, and then to sleep at night, it's cannabis. You know, that's that's what it is. <clears throat> so it's not like, and I try to explain to people, I don't get high from it. People are all, I don't want to walk around all day high or sleepy or whatever. That's not how it works at all for me. At least it doesn't for me. Uh, it doesn't for most people. It, yeah. It, yeah I've, I hardly ever see people get high on this. Although, uh, that's, I, that's what the pharmacists are supposed right. to do, is figure out the right, right doses, right. the right proportion of CBD to THC. Uh, and then uh, most of the time we have really good relief of uh, symptoms with essentially no side effects. Uh, the side effects we see, sometimes a little bit dry mouth. Uh, that's really about it. Occasionally yeah. very rare headache, uh, usually mild. Uh, some people do have some impairment of mental ability, but very rare. And uh, I mean, they, then they usually don't take it when they drive or whatever. But uh, then uh, at night uh, it makes them a little sleepy, which is a good effect. So. Yeah, that's all it does for me, basically. Well, it, calm, it does calm me down. Right. But I don't get high. Uh, I, and if I, you know, during the day when I'm taking the CBD, would CBD work really well for most people who are not, do not have PTSD or Alzheimer's or, or chronic pain? With CBD, because that's just over the counter. In, in, is the stuff over the counter as good as the, as the, the I guess, medical form of it? Is it the same thing? Yeah, you know, this is a hard question. I don't even know clearly myself. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, the doctors in Minnesota are not supposed to prescribe or, or uh, 
help people figure out uh, the doses. It's the pharmacists that do this. Right. Um, you hear all sorts of uh, advertising about CBD, and uh, you know every company says theirs is the best, and I haven't been able to figure out what's really true, to be honest. But So I just leave it up to the pharmacist, and they work with the patient and figure out what works for them. Yeah, so that's the whole deal. I, I just, seriously, I have not had a response like I have. Was it been about a month and a half now since I first saw you? Two months, maybe? Yeah, probably. Might even be two months. Yeah. Um, it is very amazing. As I've told many, many people on the show, when I went over there, I didn't know what to expect. I don't know if you, you know, I thought when I walked in the door, I wonder if they're going to go, yeah, right, what are you trying to pull? <laughs> you know, one of those deals. That did not happen. Uh, there was no judgment, no uh, suspicion. There, there's no, nothing to it. You guys do a great job, you men and women over there. Thank you. You do. Life Medical, right there. It's on uh I won't tell anybody where it is because apparently they'll show up. I, I mistakenly mentioned that I, go, I went to this one pharmaceutical spot, and I didn't realize that town only had one. So people were showing up at the door asking to buy joints and stuff. Mm. Like, of course. <laughs> no, no, no. speak well to the <laughs> listeners. Oh, I think we got a few listeners that uh, enjoy a little cannabis. Where is Mike from Blaine, by the way? What happened to him? <laughs> what did happen to him? I don't know. Mike there was a guy Blaine that called away. into this show all the time and... He was either pretending to be high. I don't think he was. He was just stoned nearly all the time. And it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where he is. I don't know. He just, uh, you know, that does happen. People come in and they go. They go. Mike from Blaine was a very, very nice guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Really good, a young kid. Maybe he, he might have gone off to college or something. I don't know what happened to him. But it just. Um, but that's Mike, enough. if you're out there, call in. Mike from Blaine. <laughs> or if you're Mike from New York City, no, you can still call in. It doesn't matter. <laughs> But uh, they, they, one thing I'm very happy about is uh, our listeners trust me when I tell them something because I, I don't lie to our listeners. If something bad happened, I come on the air and like when I stopped drinking alcohol seven years ago, I was very open and upfront about it. I didn't go. Seven years now? It's been seven years already. Well, it will be seven years in March, so it's not quite wow. seven years yet. But I was very open about that. Um, I talked to Ethan about this. He's an Ethan Wise, who I think the world of, by the way. What a yeah, nice man. Great guy. Great, yeah. I talk about the fact that he's, he, I, a couple of weeks ago he said, I, I heard you say something on the air is really, really going to be helpful to a lot of people when you said, I, I've said things that I wish I hadn't said and I've done things I wish I hadn't done. He said, no, no public figures ever say anything like that. And he thinks it's extremely helpful for people to, and I do too. It's like, no, look, I've screwed up before and you take care of it. So when I do say something like this medical cannabis thing, is really working for me. They believe me because I'm not going to lie to them and say it's uh, it's not as good as they said it was, or it's oh my god, it's phenomenal. And it is just it is terrific because it's worked so well. I, you've probably even noticed that I've calmed down over the last couple of months from the first time you saw me. Maybe, maybe not, but uh, I I do need if somebody does want to ask questions. I, I mean, I don't I don't want them flooding your phone because they will. I guarantee that. If they have questions about, you know, their mom or their dad or their kid or whatever, is there one central place they can call and say, look, I, I may need to ask some questions about medical cannabis? Is there a number for that? Well, I, I do reply to my emails. and uh, Actually, it's right on our website, lifemedical.us. It's, it, there's like, uh, you send me an email and I'll get back to you. And uh, this, uh, you know, it doesn't cost you anything. 
Okay, so if I if I give out your name, you don't mind? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I will do that because they, they ask all the time about it. Sometimes it's uh, it, it helps to uh, communicate with the patient before they come in to figure out exactly what we're going to do. Uh, you know, it could be cannabis, it could be some other approach that's best for them. And, absolutely. Uh, then, and that's uh, what we figure out sometimes even before I see them. There was an article today in the paper, by the way, that vaping cannabis, and not, not the, the smoke vaping, but... What do you smoke do? You put vaping? Well, vaporizing. Not just be smoking. Not inhale. Yeah, it's like vaporizing, but it's not inhaling smoke. It's just it's, you, you never inhale, inhale smoke of, if you vape. That's oh, you don't. The point. No. Oh, see, I didn't know. I've never vaped. So I don't basically, know. water vapor with drugs in it. <clears throat> it's yep. Oil. I think they they vaporize oil. I believe with uh, with cannabis. So it's not bad for you to inhale that. No. Oh, see, that's the big it's difference. It's propylene glycol. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is okay. Which they put in a lot of food. I've always wanted you to meet him, by the way. My son Andrew. <laughs> Hi, Andrew. Hello. You, you two could have really good conversations. I will tell you that. They're really good. And he he told me he's going to go to pharmaceutical school, but now he's not. Tell it before you leave today. Well, every him. week I hear something about this college is you know they're Which, all going crazy. Who? <laughs> every college. The pharmacy schools are going crazy. <laughs> I hope not. Well, the, far- the pharmacy school I would go to would be the U of M. And yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard too much crazy from them. My nephew's going to graduate from there this spring. Yeah? Yep. I haven't heard to, too much uh, crazy from them lately. Why don't you Madison go to the one down at Palm Beach Atlantic? I could do that, but then I'd have to live there in the summer. Big deal. Yikes. You don't go outside. You'd be in class all the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's hard. Pharmacy school is not yeah. easy. What's crazy anyway? Hmm? What do you mean by crazy? <laughs> oh. Everybody's uh, crazy, but what? Well, I will say that when my sister went to college, she had to walk out of class a few times with a group of other students who just did it. Uh, she didn't make them do it. They just did it, too, because her teachers would start going on tirades about some you know, political thing. I'm or guessing something. Alex didn't take really? a lot of hard science classes, though. No, I don't <laughs> believe. Well, I mean, she had a minor in like seamstressing or something. I don't know. She doesn't have a minor in seamstressing. <laughs> yeah, she something like that. Your sister Betsy Ross, <laughs> clothing yeah, exactly. design or something like that. Oh, let's think. Yeah, clothing design. She did. She did study that, which has really paid off. But <laughs> yes, I, just I, kidding. Yeah. I think they Love tend you. to keep the uh, politics out of organic chem. I would hope so. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. But so, yes, before you leave today, Dr. Merman, tell me he either goes to pharmaceutical school or there will be hell to pay. What do you think? No, mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> I, I am I so happy. you got to like the stuff before I go there. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, uh, I like pharmaceutics and stuff like that. I just don't like college. Ah, yeah. I can, believe, I can see that. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I never liked it. Yeah, never so like college. most people don't. No, yeah, they just deal with day. it. That was good. You like your one day there? You want there? We will take a quick break. Be right back in a couple of minutes more with Dr. Jacob Merman. And the website is what again? LifeMedical.us. LifeMedical.us. And I'll post the link to the. Who's website. better than you? <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. 
It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person -person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? An X-Check? I'm going to get it today. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about X-Check. North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far, away, and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. Five five four twenty twenty, and please tell them Tom sent you. Oh, she's playing her Christmas music. I love Christmas music. I do too. Oh, the weather outside is delightful. I love Harry Connick Jr. I do too. <laughs> He's got a great jazz version of. Uh, uh, I think it's not Jingle Bells. I can't think of music when music is playing, but it's mm -hmm. really cool. You decided. But it's a Christmas song. Mm -hmm. You've decided. Oh my God! The last posting from Mike from Blaine was two years ago. Oh wow! Didn't go on social wow. media anymore either. I think he got like a job or. I know he did. I, he did get a job, and then that's why he stopped calling. And I don't know why he would yeah, leave Mike social media. Deal. That's a little weird. Why I did? That was very easy for me to leave social media. Oh yeah, media. me too. Well, I never. Mike wasn't threatening to kill people though. There, that would be the the difference. Still. I don't know. You have to bring that <laughs> well, I'm up. Sorry. It was one time. Yeah, guy probably deserved it. <laughs> you know, Doctor Merman's real comfortable now. Thank you so much <laughs> sorry. for that. Yeah, you're you're such a wonderful guy. It. You know, it's interesting. I, so I went over to Life Medical for the first time a couple of months ago. Um, Catherine, my lovely wife, made the uh, made the appointment. She said, "You need to calm down. You need to sleep." So she made the appointment. I went over. And the first couple of times, I just kind of went, and the first time was great. I got a complete, uh, you know, physical, like a, I guess not a complete physical. I didn't do a, you know, EKG and all that stuff, but I got a physical. You covered every every aspect of what I needed, and you have someone there well qualified to do all those things, whether it's Dr. Tran or it's Ethan, you, Dr. Beal, all those people. You have really good people over there, and I think most people don't understand that, that life medical, because I, I, medical cannabis is not all you do over there. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're an integrative <clears throat> clinic. So what, what that means is we do all the conventional things that other clinics do. And we have some other uh, methods, modalities that uh, 
help people sometimes better than the conventional. And so whenever we, uh, when, whenever I am with a patient, I have to figure out what's going to help that patient the best. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, I evaluate. Usually takes me like whatever a few minutes in the visit, uh, and then we discuss possible options. Uh, so it could be. Uh, uh, it could be some uh, conventional medicine. It could be a physical therapy. It could be maybe hypnosis, like with Ethan. Uh, yeah. it, it could be. Uh, did I mention physical therapy? Um, could be some nutritionals. So like uh, I use certain uh, nutritional method that helps a lot of people with mood disorders, uh, also uh, with weight management. Uh, homeopathy is great. Uh, this is kind of like a pinnacle of medicine, uh, the most powerful thing that I know. Um, but uh, people really need to understand what it is before getting into it, I feel. So I give them inf information. I give them uh, like, uh, things to read before they decide that that's what they need. Uh, and then uh, we discuss, uh, you know, I ask them to read things. I ask them to uh, consider and then call me, and we discuss, uh, you know, what's the best things to, to start besides cannabis. Cannabis is a is a gateway drug to good medicine in our clinic. <laughs> okay? uh, so it. we, <laughs> cannabis is great. It, it helps with the symptoms. People feel a lot better. But then after a few months, they realize what their new baseline is, and then we can take them further. And to take them further, that, that's where all these other modalities uh, are added. Uh, and eventually, hopefully, they need less and less cannabis because that's, uh, cannabis is just for pain relief or other mm -hmm. symptom relief. It's not for cure. No, and that's a very, very good point. Uh, is anything a cure? That's what I've, I've never considered any pharmaceuticals to be hey, a cure. Uh, a cure is a four-letter yeah. word. We're not supposed to use it in medicine. Uh, <laughs> if any doctor uses the word cure, they get slap, slapped real bad by yeah, the medical yeah, board. Right. Um, well, I think we can use remission. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we see great remissions. Uh, usually with uh, biochemical methods like drugs or supplements or herbs or things like that, um, you don't see a lot of curative action. You see a lot of help, okay? Yes. Um, for more, more in-depth, uh, I would say, curative op uh, action, that would be more homeopathic approach, um, possibly some other methods. It depends on the case. So the great thing is that all of these people... Has that ever happened before? Somebody was asking me, well, they actually didn't ask me. They told me that apparently I'm the first, uh, like, radio guy or TV guy or newspaper guy or whatever that has talked about this to the public about how well it works for me. Do they, do they think they're going to be stigmatized as some pothead on the radio? Because <laughs> I never thought that. This is a, this is a great... Um, <clears throat> Oh, I can't say cure. <laughs> well, no, I can't. <laughs> no. Treatment. It's a great treatment. There it's you go. Great, great treatment. treatment. That it, it is. I mean, it's had such a bad name over the years, but uh, really it's an herbal medicine that uh, has been underused, and we're beginning to understand more and more what it can do. So. Yeah, I, and that's just a wonderful thing. I am so happy you came in because I, I get more and more and more. A lot of times what the, the station does is they'll get requests on the KQRS website how did who tom go to see uh, how did he find out all these different things so to have this information now for them i can now refer them to this hour of the podcast because this is recorded for all time now so they can go back and listen to what we've talked about and uh, reach out to lifemedical.us which is 
Again, it's not just about going over there and, hey, here's some cannabis. That's not what it's all about. The cannabis is not there, I should mention, by the way. It is at pharmacies around the state. There's eight dispensaries that <coughs> actually yeah, yeah, uh, give cannabis out. Uh, the pharmacists there help people figure out how to use it, uh, figure out the right doses, right products, and then patients can buy whatever works for them. Yeah. And it's only eight places in the state that are allowed to sell it. Right. So that's the whole deal. Um, is there, I can't really ask you, are there any situations where cannabis doesn't work? It probably works for most things, doesn't it? I would think. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. Uh, it no, depends. no, I know. So, you, you know, if, if, you, uh, if you have a fracture of a leg, it's not going to no, kill the bone back, you know. <laughs> it's not going to work. A broken leg. I, well, I wouldn't yeah. even notice if I had a broken leg. What the hell? Yeah. Like, eh, I broke yeah, my you, leg. You might know. forget that you have it. Yet, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good take on it. <laughs> I thought I had a broken leg, but I forgot. Yeah. That's, yeah, well, that's pretty good. But uh, it's so nice that, it, that we're moving forward. I see the, the governor-elect now says that uh, even recreational, uh, they still call it marijuana, and I've been trying to tell everybody that's not the term. It's cannabis. It's not marijuana. Cannabis is a better word. So I've been thinking about what you guys are talking about here. So let's roll the clock forward and say that they legalize marijuana mm -hmm. in the state. That could actually be a bad thing, if I'm hearing you correctly, because it will allow people to sort of self-treat themselves and not yeah, open up. And I've seen, actually, I've seen this uh, to, to be an issue. I have a case in California um, where I suggested that they may want to try medical cannabis, uh, and they're having a hard time finding people who can advise them on how to use it because it's so widely available. So they came to a dispensary and they were told, okay, you buy whatever you want, but they don't know right. what to buy. The, this is medicine. It needs to be treated as such. Right. It needs to be guided by professionals. Uh, so Minnesota, uh, Minnesota system is really functional, except, uh, unfortunately, the product is more expensive than in other places. And that's a big issue for a lot of people. I mean, if it yeah, was cheaper, we could help so many people. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean... All these people with chronic pain who use narcotics, opiates, uh, that are covered by their insurances, uh, and cannabis is not covered. And it would, would be mm -hmm. so much better if uh, they could use cannabis instead. Uh, um, a lot less side effects, a lot better action. No question. I get asked quite often, actually, is it possible to be allergic to cannabis? Because they worry about this. Like, I've never done cannabis. You'll be allergic, allergic to anything. Yeah, yeah can be allergic you can. to anything. I Probably. I've never seen one, but, but I'm sure it's possible. Yeah. It's one, it's so it's very, very rare if it does happen. And we don't even know if it happens. I've never heard of a report. I haven't either. Yeah, I didn't know it was legal until in California until I went out there. I went to Santa Monica in June or July. Oh, my God, the smell. I was looking for the fish concert. <laughs> I was sure they were playing on the beach. Of course, it was Santa Monica. So That happened to us in Colorado, too, because Colorado's got legal uh, yep. recreational marijuana. You would drive by the factories where they actually make the... Honest to God, it's like, my God, about 50,000 people are smoking a joint or something. The, the smell of it is pretty amazing. Now, really? this one, oh, God. I went, I went to, the, uh, to the, well, factory or farm here in Minnesota. There mm -hmm. was no smell. It was incredibly clean. You don't smell anything. It's, it's pharmaceutical production. Yeah. I mean, uh -huh. obviously, the capsules don't even have that. that because if you get the little marijuana, uh, what are they called, edibles, I guess, Yeah. in Colorado, California, wherever, uh, it does smell like marijuana. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. It does smell like marijuana, but the, but the capsules do not at all. 
No. That's I, the other thing. People go, oh, well, this, no, it doesn't smell like marijuana or, excuse me, cannabis at all. I'm having flashbacks. I need a brownie or some sugar-frosted flakes. Can anybody help? <laughs> Musician. Ah. Musician, that's the problem right there. Probably. The hell of a guitar player, though. You're a really good guitar player. We have a caller who's calling about a Walzer commercial, so I'm guessing I know who it is. What? Oh, no, it's not MB, is it? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I called after 12... I called after 12.30 expecting that the commercial would be done. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, ladies and gentlemen, he's another friend. Uh, I don't know why these guys, like, he supports the show, Michael supports the show. I don't know why they do, Doctor, but they do. But, fun show. Uh, Michael, we're going to see, matter of fact, we'll see you uh, in about four hours. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. With Dougie. So I, sent you a text on, I sent you a text on that. Oh, you did? Is it a good text? Yeah. Well, I, I just uh, it is just a planning thing, so we don't need to deal with that now. But I just sent you a text, seeing if uh, you want to be picked up or not. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Although I should pick you up because you're a booze hound. No, <laughs> that is not true at all. I made that up. Michael is a guy, Doctor Merman. Michael Brown and I are not only is he Hi, a, a client, but he's a very good yeah, friend. Hi. It's, it's, and this is very interesting. Very, very interesting talk. I, I'm not trying to make light of it. No, no, I understand it. No, he, he, uh, you've had clients, right, that, that, that do, uh, that use medical cannabis, don't you, Mike? Yep. Yeah, I've started to see that in prescri- that, pe- that doctors are prescribing it or getting them to doctors that are prescribing it. And I'm starting to see a lot of clients that are being helped by it. And there may have been clients that were helped by it in the past that that probably wasn't as as easy to to show or prove. Um, but definitely, it's it, we're seeing it in a lot more cases now. Yeah, Michael is a big big shot attorney, by the way. I should tell you, oh. Doctor Merman. Um, but he, I, I love the fact Michael was one of the first people to talk to me about. It. If you know, if, you should probably do that, and you should do. And I don't know if you talked to Catherine about it or not, Michael, at, at one time. But she all of a sudden uh, got up and said, "You're gonna well, let's be doing this." And then Michael, as a matter of fact, uh, I, I'm going to go down to the dispensary in the next week or two, probably next week sometime, since it's already Thursday. Do you still want to go down there? Oh, absolutely. I've been there. I've been to a dispensary once with a client. It was fascinating. And just the different colors, and the different wheels and stuff and what they're doing. I just found that 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 was really, really interesting. Yeah, I think it is really good. There, so there are a lot of people, there are a lot of proponents out there, Dr. Merman, whether they be, you know, lawyers or car guys. or People, I think, uh, for instance, here, here's a problem I had. I talked to people about this, and, and I actually talked to several pharmaceutical people about this. What I, The only time I ever did use a sleeping pill, and sleeping pills are not that healthy for you, from what I understand. Is no. that right? Well, yeah, you use them for a long time, then you can't sleep without them, and right. you don't even sleep right. well with them. Well, yeah, I guess then you the, wake up one day and you're Elvis and you're dead. Are you mad? It's weird. It, it's <laughs> yeah. almost like the sleeping pill bypasses that REM sleep that you need. That's what I hear, yeah. Yeah, right. so that's why it's not very good for you, especially for sleeping. And here's the other thing. Uh, I went, I think, because they, they basically at the, at the dispensaries, they sell by, like a... By the month, I think what you need for the month is the maximum you can get, which is good. But I would say for me, and I got a lot of stuff. Like I said, I got the the CBD, I got the four, uh, you know, the one to one mixture, I got the the 
THC, which pretty much is a 12 to 1 mix, uh, some vaping stuff, got all this stuff for $170. I mean, enough for uh, an entire month by far, and it's a little higher most places, but if you take a sleeping pill that really works, it's going to cost you about 450 to $500 a month. Now, how many people have $6,000 out there, the average person? $6,000, they can't, they can't afford that. Well, I, usually, I mean, you're probably talking about branded products. I am, like, yes, like, I absolutely am. Take yeah. Ambien, for example. Branded Ambien <laughs> is very expensive. Uh, generic uh, is way less expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we, uh, when we have people who um, can't afford a lot of uh, money, uh, we show them this website. Uh, it's, it's a great thing to know. It's uh, goodrx.com. You put any drug in there, and it tells mm-hmm. you where it is for the least price in town. Oh, oh so it's like it's a wonderful, for, for yes, uh, yeah, it's a I, wonderful site. <laughs> we use it all the time, yeah. and I've had, I, I honestly, I've uh, I've had cases where a drug was supposed to cost like ten thousand dollars, and they could get it for fifteen dollars in a particular pharmacy. And, and, uh, <laughs> That's not it, bad. I don't know how pharmaceutical industry works. I have, yeah, I haven't I mean, figured it out, but this is what like we're the seeing. Used car industry, it's very similar. Uh, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, speaking of attorneys, uh, with cannabis, uh, it's covered under work comp uh, yep. uh, by, by Minnesota law. Uh, there is really no reason why it should not be covered for auto accidents or other personal injury cases mm-hmm. for pain control. And we're still trying to uh, get uh, some precedence. So if any attorneys out there uh, would like to work with me, yeah, I'd like Mike. to get some precedence. Where it would be covered, uh, you know, for for auto uh, accidents and personal injury, because there's no you, reason why you it shouldn't do be. Know this that is Mike safer. Is the biggest PI attorney in the state of Minnesota. Yeah, I didn't is, know. Yeah. I don't yes, know. He is. <laughs> he is. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to get that in somehow. Mike, now you're going to have to well, come over to Life Medical with me, Pally. Yeah, Nutribos made me smaller, so I'm not as big as I was. No, but... You're a pretty big guy, man. We'll be right back in two minutes. <laughs> I, can you stick around for another segment, Michael? Yeah, yep. Excellent. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Christmas always. 
Oh, this is just, a, this is for all, this is for Michael Bryant because he's such a sweetheart of a Christmas bunny. <laughs> Christmas bunny? I don't know, I just thought I'd throw that out there. It just occurred to me. Uh, I love this song. Here's my favorite Christmas song. Little girls and little boys. You can sing along with me. You want me to sing along with him, Michael? Michael. Sure, go ahead. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Michael, I want to hear sure. you, because I know you have a lot of questions for Dr. Merman. I just want to hear a conversation between the two of you, because you see a lot of people that would need this kind of thing. They need this help. So uh, I'd, I'd just like to hear the, well, that whole thing. I think you've been addressing, you know, this issue on pain and, you know, we see a lot of people that are in pain for, you know, various reasons. And then you get doctors that have diagnosed, you know, kind of some diagnosis like fibromyalgia is what he was going to say before his phone crapped out. Fibromyalgia. No, no, I just switched because I'm getting my oil change. Um, um, Yeah, like I have to do it like every couple of weeks. Um, But to get your oil uh, change, a lot of people in pain. Wait, wait, let me, yeah, let me make you pause, Michael. The reason he's saying that, Dr. Merman, is because he bought his car from him. Yeah, I see. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, what in the hell is wrong phenomenal. with your car? Anyway, go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. Because I drive 8 billion miles a year. That's true, you do. Um, he does. But going back to, uh, but so you get like fibromyalgia, you get these diagnoses that, you know, who knows really what people got. They've got pain. But it seems like it's working really well. Um, and when you say workers' comp's paying for it, how since it's a cash, still a cash basis, how how's that working for workers' comp? Okay, so in our clinic, uh, if we've had cases where work comp actually re- somehow referred to us, I'm not sure how exactly the referral works, but they have been prepaid. Okay, so the work comp told them, okay, oh, okay. You, you you go to Life Medical, there's gonna be you're gonna be certified there, and then. Uh, the certification fee is going to get paid, and the approval pay fee to the state is going to get paid, and then they are covered uh, for their products. Okay, we've had cases like that. Other cases where okay. uh, they come in, they don't know about it, so we tell them that work comp is supposed to pay for it. So if this is a work-related injury, I ask them to talk to their attorney, and their um, you know the attorney can talk to me, and we can help them uh, get it covered. Um, okay. Under work comp. Uh, and so like it, I, have yeah. you gotten denials from no fault? I'm kind of confused on this right now, actually. Okay. Uh, I keep telling okay, people that they no should fault. talk to their attorneys and uh, have their attorneys communicate with me. And I somehow I'm not getting that communication. So I'm still looking okay. for that active no attorney who is going to help. Okay, because no fault. If it's reasonable, necessary, and related. So if it's reasonable, the bill itself is reasonable. If it's needed, as far as they're uh, because of the car accident, and it's related to the car accident, exactly. That, you know, you can show a connection. Then it should get paid for under the no fault act. Exactly. And you don't need a referral. You don't need a. You actually don't even need a referral for, uh, and that's already been shown. So if you can prove those things, it should be paid. Now there'll be a there'll be an issue with the. I you know no fault typically never pays prepays or guarantees payment like that. So the the cash issue with with uh, this will be an issue. But beyond that, as long as you can show it and as long as you can show it's paid, it should be reimbursed by but, no fault. But people are coming in for certification. Uh, they are willing to pay for it out of pocket, and I tell them, look, this if mm-hmm. this is related to your accident, this may be covered. Talk to your attorney. Yeah. Um, and yep. uh, and keep the receipts, and then they're going to get reimbursed. Uh, so, yep. uh, so we need help on this because I, I'm I'm not getting sure. this communication. 
Okay. What I'm okay. going to do, well, Michael, my, my, what I'll do, Michael, is reach out to you are, maybe next week and you, absolutely. Can up, you can come over there with me. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's something we can talk about, and it's something that should be paid for and something that can, you know, can be dealt with, uh, with and shouldn't be a big issue. Yeah, so, that's great. Um, i gotta pay, I got to pay for my for my oil change and get back to work. All so, right, well, I, so, uh, I just, we, I just want you to know. can start another commercial. Good talking to you. <laughs> Walzer.com. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I'll, talk, I'll see you tonight. Okay, thanks. Thanks, see you, bye. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. No, he, he is a really, really good guy. He and Doug are really good friends, too. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll bring him over there. Oh, absolutely, can, yeah. We can get this conversation open. All I do is help, Dr. Merman. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, have, involve, we, we should involve Dr. Fried, who is my partner, and he is uh, a whiz yeah, with uh, yeah. auto uh, issues. Uh, really understands the process and uh, knows how to deal with the lawyers and stuff. I think it's a good thing. We have Nancy on the phone. Oh, this might be a... This might, this be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about getting a second so. opinion. Do we do we have we did all our breaks, didn't we? Uh, we're in the third segment of the first hour. We're just really late. No, so that's fine though. So we can do it then. That's but we've done all three breaks. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Uh, Doctor Merman, Doctor Jacob Merman is here. Doc uh, Nancy Michaels, uh, patient speaks seven communication practices to improve patient and family experience. Would you mind having that conversation with Nancy? Absolutely. Nancy, Dr. Merman, Dr. Merman, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi. Thanks for having me on. This is wonderful. How to get the best medical care. When should you get a second opinion? Uh, Nancy, would, would you mind interviewing her, Dr. Merman? Because I'd love to hear it. Because you guys, I mean, you know a lot more about this. Are we going to talk about the conditions? Nancy, are we going to discuss your conditions on the radio? <laughs> you got to sign well, a HIPAA thing. Can. I mean... <laughs> Fortunately, I mean, unfortunately, in my case, I actually never had that opportunity. I was very ill 13 years ago and thankfully made a, uh, not a speedy recovery, but I did recover. And I'm very grateful to my medical team. And I felt like I, you know, I was fortunate to have been directed to, you know, the right people at the right time. Um, So, uh, but I do think, you know, people feel often that they can't ask for a second opinion because, uh, I know. I know. Even when I went into the hospital, I was estranged from my husband at the time. I was going through a divorce, and I changed my healthcare proxy to my parents. And I often look back and just feel so grateful that I was able to do that. But they were also of a generation that never questioned anything that was going on. I mean, I remember I was in ICU for three months, two of which I was in a coma. And when I woke up, I had been trached, so I couldn't speak. And I remember things happening and wondering why they weren't asking any questions or why they wouldn't stop. I remember an intern, two interns, trying to get blood out of my artery. And it was really painful, and they ended up messing up on it. And looking at my mother, like, please tell them to stop. And I, you know, I couldn't speak at the time. So I, I do think people, for the most, I think that's changing, and you probably see that as well, doctor. But uh, I think people still are not quite as comfortable asking for a second opinion with a physician as they would to get a second estimate on that, getting their roof done. Well, uh, I'm all for second opinions. Uh, there's, uh, you know, medicine is so huge, and some doctor may not know what some other doctor knows. Um, so I always recommend um, talking to everybody and not necessarily just, you know, depending on the condition, not necessarily just medical doctors, but uh, naturopaths and chiropractors and, uh, you know, uh, hopefully all the knowledge combined to get the best uh, the best care. Um, well, that's great. 
No, I think it's a, a, and I think too. I mean, it would make it, it would make it easier. I think also with, um, you know, if you shared that with your patients too, that you know, if they're really not comfortable with what they're hearing, most you know, people probably aren't just by nature of what you do and the advice sometimes or the diagnosis you have to give. To say, you know, you may, you know, if you were to get a second opinion, you may want to go to someone like this, um, because it is difficult to navigate that. You know, when it's not your profession. Um, but, you know, you know that everybody is unique, too, and it will, one illness might not look the same in one person as it does in another. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's why, you know, when we evaluate people, we send them to specialists. We send them to, like, conventional specialists. We, we send them to complementary specialists. You know, like at Life Medical, for example, I like to... I've been trying to collect as many good specialists there as, uh, as I could. You know, uh, luckily we've found some very, really good people. But they're not all there, so sometimes I have to send outside the clinic uh, if we don't have a particular specialist. Uh, you, you, you can never hope to know everything uh, there is. So if any doctor says they know everything and they don't need to go see anybody else, they're sure that's usually wrong. Yeah, I can uh, see that. Nancy, yeah. I should mention yeah. that, that I, I, I started seeing Dr. Merman a couple of months ago. And he is really great about this stuff. This, this, and that. You pretty much at Life Medical have everybody covered. You have experts in many, many different areas, which is really helpful. And 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 yet, Nancy, he, he does say that if the person's not in the building, there there are referrals. And it's exactly what you're talking about, isn't it, Nancy? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that, um, and and being able to suggest someone too is really helpful to a patient. Yeah. Because oftentimes, you know, when you hear something that is that serious or a family member or a loved one, it's almost, you almost stop hearing what they're saying after the diagnosis. So if it's, it's, it's difficult, I mean, I think patients and family members have a hard time also receiving uh, information. And so having some of that guidance, and, and number one, it, it alleviates uh, any discomfort that a patient would feel in terms of asking. Um, and it might just be really actually reassuring to them, too, that, you know what, let's look at this, you know, let's go quickly and find someone else to take another look at this and see what they have to say. Because I think medicine is very collaborative. I mean, I know in my case I had, I had infectious disease involved with a transplant team and ultimately with neurology because I ended up having a fungal brain abscess um, a couple of weeks after my liver transplant. And, I mean, it was definitely a group effort. And I think that's one of the biggest fears, too, that patients have and family members, that are, is their medical team really communicating? Are they, or are they operating in silos and not really the unified force? And it's very rare, I think, in today's medical world, especially with a complicated medical situation, that you're going to have one person who knows everything in terms of, helping to treat that patient um, but making sure that they're all sort of talking together and, and informing the caregiver or the family member as was my case at least for the two months that I was in a coma um, or the patient directly is really really important you know what amazes me about this is that that I I just uh, exactly what you're talking about I, I certainly understand that Nancy it's an, and, and seriously the, the list of the, the list of things that happened to you or maladies or whatever, my God, it, it, 
Because you sound like you're about 25, so you wouldn't think you'd have that many. You know what I mean? You sound... Thank you. I am again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> You've been 25 more than once. Well, I'm glad well, that works. No, no, no. I just love the fact that you called in, though, Nancy, because to have Dr. Merman here agreeing with everything you're saying, I mean, this is a very qualified man has helped me immensely. And I love to hear that. He goes, well, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You need to get. Do you think this is for both Dr. Merman and for Nancy Michaels? Do you think a lot of people are, are afraid of doctors? Because they used to be when I was a little kid. But medicine was totally different back then. I, I do not have a fear of doctors at all. Do you think some people do? Well, I do. I mean, I even think that happens within medical systems. I mean, I think nurses, too, oftentimes are afraid to speak to doctors. Um, really? Which is unfortunate because they, you know, they typically have the most contact with a patient and maybe seeing, just by virtue of the time they spend, maybe seeing things that a doctor might miss simply because he or she isn't there as much. But I think that's really cultural and it really has to take start at the top of the organization. And there has to be a really an um, culture of open communication and honest communication and compassionate communication with everybody because that won't happen even at the patient level if the medical staff can't do that. I totally agree here. Uh, what the issues I see uh, often is uh, number one, patients don't trust their doctor. So they come in, they get an opinion and then they totally discount it oh, right away. Okay, okay that's kind of stupid. Why did you go there in the first place? Okay. Uh, on the other hand, some other patients will uh, get an opinion and this is their law right now, okay? And that's also not right because uh, you really need to research most things yourself and make sure that you agree with the doctor's opinion, even though that might not be so easy. And if you have any questions, then you see another doctor and confirm, see another specialist and confirm and make sure that opinion is uh, really correct. Uh, unfortunately, it's not always uh, the case and the, I, I totally agree that we need to have collaboration between different specialties um, to make sure everybody gets the best treatment. That is and, a wonderful and to, thing. Can, yeah, I think collaboration also with patients and I know that uh, I'm a member of the, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, uh, the whole uh, idea of uh, participatory medicine where you're really encouraging patients and family members to engage in what kind of treatment they they want? Absolutely, and that they have thought of maybe on their own. Yeah, and um, so it's not. That's why we provide information all the time. Uh, like the, the patient comes in, uh, we figure out what's going on with them, and then provide them with information so they can research it on their own and uh, ask further questions. Uh, and that's that, a cooperative patient, a patient who knows what they need and what they're, what uh, what kind of treatment that, that, that's best for them, they're going to get the best results. Um, like with right. homeopathy, for example, I wouldn't take, uh, I would not take a patient un unless uh, they really know what they're coming for and have been able to ask me all the questions. Uh, if they don't know, they come in, I start treating them, and they disappear. That's no good for anybody. You know, I just wasted a lot of energy, and uh, right. you know, and they are not getting the the good results. So I make them uh, really learn first before we do this, and it should be like that yeah, with most I, I approaches. Love, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't love the term, you know, being compliant, and that's used a lot in you know the world of you know when we discharge a patient, will they be compliant? Will they take their medicine? Will they do? 
all the things that we are, had asked them to. But I think yeah. that getting them involved in that process too. Well, if they're non-compliant, they haven't been explained properly why the medicine is given, or exactly. they can't afford it. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh oh, we got to come either one or the other. Here. I like it. This is I working. I don't think that people do that knowingly or willingly. I mean, I think it really is a matter of not knowing what to do. We're not having been explained what to do. Yeah. And. I mean, that's changing, too, with a lot of mobile, you know, devices uh, that we're being able to, you know, people are being able to be monitored away from a hospital setting, which I think is a good thing. Um, you know, but again, you know, there's got to be some education put into that as well. I mean, I remember just having things that I needed to have um, done that my mother was, you know, attempting to learn. She was so afraid of some of the things that she that it would hurt me mm-hmm. that she was almost able to do it. And it was like... It was just an matter of really just giving her more training at it. Yeah, pa- um, patient needs to understand. Yeah. The uh, patient needs to understand why they're getting the treatment, what the treatment involves, then they're not afraid, and they're willing to do it. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. I agree completely. Patient speaks seven communication practices to improve patient and family experience. Nancy, thank you for your call today. Terrific having you on. I thank you, Nancy. It. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Dr. Merman, you've been unbelievable. This is, I think, I think a lot of people will just feel a lot more comfortable. LifeMedical.us, uh, they can reach out. Um, should they should they reach out to you directly or uh, on LifeMedical.us? If or? they have questions, uh, just send an email uh, to me through the site or jmerman at LifeMedical.us. I hope I'll be able to answer all of them. <laughs> I'll... If there's too many, just wait, okay? Just wait a couple <laughs> days. I'll, I'll get through them. Uh, but, uh, or you can call the office, uh, 952-933-8900, and, uh, uh, you know, come for an appointment or leave a message, and I'll get back to you. That is fantastic. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.